I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Guys, I told you I have to <laughs> empty my kitchen because the exterminator is coming in the morning. My life, I'm very stressed. boys here the internet's number one cult classic podcast is back uh with more of what you need to survive i am a creepy jester who you will be arrested for trying to kidnap peter o'donohue and i am joined by i'm ethan i need half a red bull sitting in peter's car to survive <laughs> uh, desert <laughs> island uh and uh, i'm james uh do- do- dogma my balls <laughs> Dog my balls. <laughs> that is a pretty good one, actually. That's a there's there's your first looser title, guys. I hope you guessed it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, on the subject of things patrons can do, uh, today's episode on Dragon's Dogma was requested by Discord server Snitch uh, David, last name withheld, and backed up by regular guy Bleak Victory One One Five. Uh, no new patrons at time of recording, though it do be Christmas time. So, God willing, you're spending that three bucks on friends or family. Yeah. Come 2024, though, you got a pony up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Enough of this free ride bullshit. The season of giving's done with in 2024. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a season of profits and capitalism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 2024 is the year that the boys sell out. Oh, I can't wait for us to talk about AG1. Ray um, Shadow Legends. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that razor that snags your balls, despite the fact it's marketing gimmick, is the fact it doesn't snag your balls. Um, uh, Blue Chew. Keep your your boner audio hard. Oh yeah! Now that your dick, now that your dick's all smooth and shaved, and it don't work no more, have we got a product for you, dude? And also that that underwear with the kangaroo pouch in it. All right, now we're right? actually just advertising. I don't yeah, know. exactly. Don't, That's why I'm not saying friends. It's kind of lost me. I don't. Know, I don't know what we're talking about anymore. So, yeah. so the dragons talk about timing is pretty good, as the game was on sale recently on PC. Uh, and Dragon's Dogma 2 got a March something 2024 release date. Obviously, when we're in our capitalism uh, era, uh, it got a trailer and a decent amount of hype. Uh, the game has had a pretty long and reliable lifespan. Uh, since it launched in 2012, I believe, it has sold 8 million copies, uh, which, as a whole, really good. And it's really cool. Again, I don't want to jack off a corporation here. I think Capcom does a lot of good work. I'd like to see you try a whole corporation. They're people. We'll see (laughs) that. Yeah, there's a lot of people who could be jacked or jilled off in those in the halls at Capcom. Anyway, crunch at us if you want to try that. Uh, The whole the whole (laughs) (laughs) the whole Capcom renaissance, Capcom renaissance um, has been really good. And it's been going on for years. Like one of the first games I remember people being like, Oh, yeah, after all those weird Resident Evil games, like their back maybe was like Monster Hunter World, which was, I think, like in 2015 or something. And it's really cool for them to just be like, you know what? Eight million over 12 years is enough. 
Dragon's Dogma gets a fucking sequel, baby. Hell and yeah. like, which is like such a cool way to do business. So now that the second one's coming out, I have a decent amount of hype for it. Um, Capcom's game engine is fucking incredible. It will run on a TI-86 fucking calculator. Like you could run oh. the Resident Evil remake or Monster Hunter World on that thing. It's unbelievably scalable. So I have no doubt this game is going to be a technical marvel. Have you guys played the <laughs> first Dragon's the- Dogma? You just said the dragon game is scalable. <laughs> uh, I got dragons on my mind. Yeah. I got. I bought the first one at your recommendation recently while it was on sale, but I've not yes. played either. Or I couldn't have played the second one. Yeah, I feel like did we talk about it on a bonus episode or something? I I feel like we've talked about this recently. When I was playing, yeah, I did. I played the uh, first one a little bit up to. I mean, I I played through like the beginning, the entry fight against the Chimera, like probably eight times uh i got further than that for sure but i don't remember too too much of it. it was a friend of the show bobby who owned it so i would we would go to his place and i would start a new character basically every time <laughs> at that place they just posted a picture of me in uh in our other chat wearing his chainmail uh and his helmet yeah. and his yeah spear and shield i'll put that in um into uh prime episode picks or episode whatever picks yeah. yeah so you guys can see a young beardless jamie uh uh he what bobby calls me at level one yeah yeah <laughs> i remember thinking that chainmail coif was so heavy i like couldn't believe it and that was at the same party at that place uh near my high school or my old high school where my buddy mikey got so high on mushrooms that he sat in a corner on a futon mattress with no frame oh, yeah and stacked a bunch of VHS tapes around him as a fortress because it made him feel safe. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That was, yeah. It was Wisei, right? It is Wisei. Um, yeah. It's just to avoid explaining that that is the Mohawk version of Michael. He generally goes as Michael or Mikey. In, I've never been yeah. referred to as Mike or Mikey yet. Like, super tangent. Have you met his brother? No, I haven't. His well, brother calls him Mikey, yeah. I, I, so I met him through you and, and Oren was there that night, too. Yeah. And I, I so distinctly remember that too, just building like the little, he built himself a little castle of, of DVDs to hide behind yeah. while he was just super stoned on mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> years and years and years later, I go to this uh, show, I think it was after the burial, and I'm there and a friend of mine is there with Will Gray, who's also a, a mutual friend, um, yeah. who <laughs> who like introduced me. He's like, hey, here's my friend We say, I'm like, don't I know you from somewhere? Ah. He's like, no, I don't think so, man. And like took me all night. But then right at the end of the night, I was like, oh, you got super stoned on mushrooms at a party in St. Anne's at my friend's place and built a little <laughs> castle for yourself out of DVDs. Like, I don't remember that. So I'm, I'm uh, really glad, Pete, you're cor- corroborating my story right now. No, it absolutely <laughs> happened. And yeah. it was hard to miss because Wissa is one of the biggest guys I've he's ever huge, met. Yeah. Like he's he's like 250, easy, maybe more. And like 6'2". Like he's a giant yeah. man, right? He and guy in like 2011, 2012, both wore the same chain mail and we wouldn't get to know each other for another five years or so. Right? Yeah, when you went yeah. to a different party in a house I would eventually live in. Like it, yeah. we were destined to be together eventually, dude. Like uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, so I myself played the game back in 2012, 2013 when it was new. I played on PS3. I didn't really understand it at the time. I was a less powerful gamer, but recently bought it on Steam or bought on GOG for six Canadian dollars. And I finally beat the main quest of the base game and like really, really had a great time with it. Combat's great. And I got really into a lot of the kind of like stylistic choices of it that we'll get into more in the episode. I really like the, we talked about this, I think during the Chinese myth episode of like that flat old timey art, 
like before yeah. man had invented perspective. Perspective. A, yeah. a before lot Leonardo of the... da Vinci invented perspective. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> our our third dimension. <laughs> no one had an um, opinion until then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it was illegal the pope would get you true true right um all the tapestries all the in-game loading screens are all done in that kind of like scrimshaw looking woodcut art of the european medieval times which i thought was very cool um one of the very nice touches that i want to talk about here uh, kind of before we get into the dog barking at the cat on the air conditioner sorry yeah the cat is slowly knocking my fishing equipment off of the air conditioner because i have a pile of things here and the dog <laughs> is yeah, uh, reporting from a trading post <laughs> my fishing gear on top of my air conditioner naturally, yeah, I, naturally. I i had to gut my kitchen today because I oh right to- yes oh there okay, it goes for- she knocked it off, and Ice is mad. For Christmas, I am getting Pete some poultry shears, and I'm getting Thank Jamie you. like an IKEA, like the cubby shelves, you know, just like all the oh, shelves yeah. in the world that you could ever have. Yeah, nice. They're yeah. just gonna be full of White Claw. Like he's not gonna use them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. White Claw's an old lost to debit card. And like, yeah, and like T fours that the Canadian I government said lost- it was 2010. <laughs> <laughs> I found a debit card in my bottom cupboards when I was cleaning them out. Is it 67? Was it our recent uh, one, or is it, it like was- mid? mid-century it was one of the temp ones so i the probably the thing had arrived and i had just given up on it oh god <laughs> and then the cat is also uh isis is very happy about it because the cat will knock her whole bowl of food off of the counter onto the ground and then the dog gets the scrap nothing a dog loves more than fucking cat food dude yeah mm. exactly anyway sorry if, no sorry it's all good that. my dog Cats- is 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 on guard for cat activity and i don't prevent that because the cat really needs to be told what's what yeah she needs some discipline yeah um one of the cool little stylistic choices i noticed in dragon's dogma you guys can open the first spoiler image there is that when the when you kill enemies in dragon's dogma they will kind of melt into i did these images individually if they're out of order i'm gonna blow my brains out Uh, right it should be an elephant skull okay Okay, good the big cyclopean eye it looks like someone drew the second one i added that in ms paint uh, just for reference so uh, when, to save memory, games will have bodies disappear or melt into different things. Uh, in Dragon's Dogma, the memory-saving trick is to have enemies melt into kind of a goopy, bloody skeleton, right? Okay. It takes up less memory than the entire model sure. just sitting there the entire time. Right. What's really cool is that the Cyclops, when you kill one in Dragon's Dogma, when it melts, just has a regular elephant skull sitting there. That's real-life lore. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I had heard or read something eons ago that the myth of the Cyclops comes from people speculating on what could have left behind a massive skull with a big hole in the front of it. And this is, of course, due to the fact that soft tissue doesn't preserve very well. It's very difficult, right? Especially like a modern animal like an elephant. If someone found its bones, like the first thing hyenas would have peeled off that fucking thing would be the trunk, right? It's, it, it's boneless wings from like tip yeah. to forehead, right? The whole way yeah. up. Yeah, um, so I just thought it was a really cool detail to like look into the origin of the myth as a way to design the monster's skeleton is just like a detail like some dumb paleo nerd is going to notice and not like a, a regular guy replaying the intro at Bobby's place nine times, right? Um, remember that? <laughs> do you guys? Sorry, it just reminded me. Do you remember that German uh, unicorn? thing that they thought like oh, the, the Germans, walrus or something they found like oh a yeah bunch they put it bones. together backwards or whatever yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah i just oh, posted yeah. it this just came up on another episode but it's just like 
<laughs> like a, lizard, a lizard's head with no torso, straight onto hips, uh, some legs, uh, a yeah. tail, and like the most perfect pointy long legs horn. with like thick, huge femurs. Yeah, <laughs> I'll put it in episode. Like most like a of a rhino, head, I right? I don't know what it actually is, but if no, you just a, a rhino's horn is doesn't fossilize, right? Like it's not a bone; it's, it's made hair. of hair. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It has a funny name. I forget what they call it. Um, but if you just look up like German, um, German dinosaur fake skeleton or something, it'll come up. Yeah. 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 So I only finished the base game recently. Uh, the DLC level recommendation, which I googled, was like a hundred and you finish the main game doing like some side quests and all the main quests obviously and getting all that stuff done completing challenges i'm at like level 50 like between 50 and 60 and like i fought a couple of the bosses in the dlc and did zero visible damage to them and i'm just i just have other games to play i'm not gonna grind i ended up in new game plus by accident i don't want to beat the entire fucking game to get back to the dungeon and i'm (laughs) like this game rocks but i'm gonna miss out on this one for this episode, maybe in the years to come, I'll, I'll get through, what's it called? Uh, Dark Arisen is the name yeah. of the DLC. Yeah. I, I hate the grind. I hate that in video games. Just let me play the, just let me play the game. Yeah, or just like yeah. lowball what someone at the end game would be, level-wise, and put them in the dungeon. Like, yeah. that's it, dude. Like, don't make me beat the game fucking twice. It's 8 out of 10, fantastic, <laughs> all the way through. Don't make me do it fucking twice, is the thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then especially now I'm like very much balls deep back into the System Shock remake. Uh, I found my old journal notes when I had to keep a paper log of a remake of a game from 30 years ago. So I'm back in there and almost done. So anyway, um, the base game of Dragon's Dogma, uh, and there will be spoilers coming up here. I'm sorry to say it's an older game and a lot of the interesting stuff does happen within it so i kind of had to do this but yeah you've had 11 years and the sequel's coming out next year so well like hopefully this, this is your primer for for dragon's dogma 2 yeah exactly mm. you don't need to spend the six canadian dollars <laughs> to, yeah. to figure this all out yourself uh the base game is set in the duchy of grancis located on the leogrin peninsula you guys can open up the landscape shot there and uh, take a look for yourselves it'll be available for patrons as well later this week very medieval uh, fantasy right yeah big, it's a very normal or castle very very normal looking fantasy setting there is essentially no fantastical flourish of the in the landscape whatsoever there's like a healing fountain but it's kind of like a normal kind of misty looking water even this giant like figure carved into the side of a mountain kind of down to the chalk is based off a real thing that I believe is in uh, London. You guys can yeah. Google the uh, hill figure Knoll and take a look at this kind of very primitive, like Neolithic art that is that exists like in the real world. It's like something cave people in in the UK were capable of doing. Basically. It's still Before soccer. Yeah. It's still not. uh like it's not fantastical, as in it's not magic, but it's still pretty fantastic. Like it, huge like mountain ranges that are very very impressive, and then like a, a very giant castle with multiple wings and huge walls and these like sweeping hills, and it'd be a very nice place to be even without magic. But yeah, but even yeah. if you look at a low fantasy setting like Dark Souls or something. There is no, you know, massive tree holding up the world or like right. a, there's God. Thank God there's no poisonous swamp or like a crystal castle or anything yeah. like that. It's, or yeah, a dragon it, skeleton. I don't know if I would call Dark Souls low fantasy for that exact reason. It's like it's dark fantasy. Oh, even that. It's all like grim and bleak. 
but yeah, I got a tree that holds up the world and like a, a dragon that swallows you to go find the fire that <laughs> started the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to yeah. be fair, I don't really know what high fantasy and low fantasy, what the division would be, but it's mm-hmm. just like medieval castle below the medieval castle, big tree. Medieval castle here below the medieval castle, a dungeon with, mm-hmm. with, with skelly man in it, with the skeleton. And that's about mm-hmm. it. There you go. Um, yeah, so it is on the Leogren Peninsula and uh, is apparent. I read this <laughs> like three days ago when I started this grift. Could not fucking find the source ever again. So this is going to be Loreboy's canon, baby. Grancis is based on southern Italy. Don't, know where, I got, don't okay. know where I got that information. Could have dreamt it when we got back from that party and I went to bed at 11 o'clock. Like, Looks like nice. northern Italy, if anything, with all these mountains, you know? Yeah, it doesn't look like the bottom of a boot. Well, not from this angle. If you got higher up, it could be boot-like. Okay. It's a peninsula, so it is only barely attached to the mainland. <laughs> so it's, for our geography lesson for this episode, an atoll is a ring-shaped island, which we learned about in Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And now we find out what a peninsula is. There's a whole part of Africa that's separating from Africa because tectonic plates are moving. Did you know that? Yeah, like the Great Rift Valley or something like that. Just it's like tearing a- apart. Yeah, yeah. I, I just learned that this week. I didn't know. I guess things I thought that was like too big of a scale for us to really notice. But I guess, yeah. Like, I guess what have. do you mean by notice? Are we noticing it or in like, our lifetime? Like are the are the I, people there noticing or will the people there notice it? No, you can see the divide in the ground. Like I've seen it's I think it's called the Great there's Rift like, Valley. If you want to Google it now, it's fucking crazy. There's a whole big water. Yeah, there's water that separates like a whole chunk of Africa. Yeah, it's like oh, all falling. It's all pouring in now. But I mean, like if you had your. Oh, Google's giving you like slideshows now. I wonder if it was in our lifetime though, like that this happened, or it's just that I'm only becoming aware of it now. Yeah, I'm just like, is it like a one centimeter a year kind of thing, you know? And it'll have moved a foot in thirty years, in which, um, like, that's what I mean by notice. I've never like, been to do, Africa. Do scientists notice it? Because that's like, oh yeah, okay. Yes. Scientists, scientists can notice a lot of stuff. Or are you saying like the people living there are like, yeah, when I was a kid, that tree was over here, was right here. That's it. You know? <laughs> I, I imagine the second one because it's more entertaining, but mm-hmm. I, I've never been to Africa. I've never been a scientist. I'm not sure. This fucking countryside looks beautiful. Let's go to Kenya. I, Hell yeah. I think Jeez, the, the I think the Rift Valley is like a geological marvel that is able to be studied actively because of the speed at which it is tearing, uh, tearing apart. I You're think. tearing so, apart, Lisa. I got you. It, I yeah, got, exactly. Yeah. I got a, a quiz question today, and I, I didn't get it right away, but now you already have the first one. Can you name three countries that start with K? Kenya, Kenya. Kazakhstan, and... Kyrgyzstan. Hmm. Kyrgyzstan. There you go. I, I went Korea, but that's another that's one. That's a good so one, too. Good, yeah. it, S-N? Mm, there's two. Yeah, it's Korea North, Korea South. I, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, You have to say South before it, so it doesn't count, you think? Yeah. I, I would I would get uh, I think Korea counts. Yeah. <laughs> With a counts. K. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be other ones, right? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. But anyway, how uh, many places in South Italy start with K? Uh, or with, uh, or with, Francis? what is this? G? <laughs> <laughs> They're in oh. the same little section of the alphabet there. But we're in the Lion Ogren uh, Peninsula. The Leo Grand Peninsula. 
Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, so the first recorded ruler of Grances was God King Leonard, the Great Unifier. Uh, he is also inferred to be the first Dragon Slayer and therefore the first Arisen. So we are going to get into obviously both those things uh, shortly. And maybe um, what a Dark Arisen would be, huh? Yeah. Uh, we won't because I didn't play it. Therefore, I could not. I could not speculate based on my own gameplay. <laughs> um, I mean, I can infer what happened with the Dark Arisen, so we can we can cover. It's that probably now. an evil one, if I had to guess. Yeah, I, I yeah, it's probably. like an evil dragonborn. That's what I'll say. Uh, but we could probably get into oh, what an Arisen is. Mithrak before Mithrak. Fuck. Ah, Todd, you did it again. You stole from a <laughs> Japanese game you thought no one would play. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, people. Uh, appear to be the only humanoid race on the peninsula. There are no elves, dwarves, or hobbits, or any analog for any of these. You want to call them fey and whatever, groundkin or some shit, whatever. Uh, sure. The sequel, I think, is adding cat people, which even then is is huh? very much within the very safe fantasy setting that, frankly, these very good games take place in. Kitchy does um, wears if you have coin. Uh, <laughs> precisely, yeah. Uh, it's a real testament to how fun the gameplay loop is, because the Excellent fucking combat is basically just only used to fight like the pre-installed by Best Buy on your grandma's laptop D&D monsters. You've got a uh, dragon, goblin, mm-hmm. hobgoblin, troll, cyclops, griffin, hobgriffin, beholder. But oh, you a beholder? That's cool. This that's, is the thing. That's interesting because that's proprietary. Like Wizards owns beholder, right? So they must call Thank it something you. else. Yeah. I fucking left a note in my script to check with you. In game, it is called an evil eye. Yeah, yeah. It, Wizards of the Coast owns Beholder as a term. Interesting. Yeah, huh. the Beholders in this one have the, the eye, eye inside the mouth, and it can pop out on like an eye stock and okay. shoot lasers and shit at you. So close enough. It's very hard. Very cool. I fought one and beat it, and then the second one I fought, I did no visible damage to. So I was like, I'm under level. I got to come back here. <laughs> yeah. Um, underneath um the like whatever, like it came with the place, but we haven't gotten rid of its setting. It's just like so basic. It's a very cool and interesting multiverse uh, inspired in some ways by sci-fi, but also by Christian mythology and theology. Wait, um, we, there's a Christian multiverse? Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, exa- well, yeah, dude. Dude, you're not going to understand Iron Man 3 if you haven't read both the New Testament and Psalms. the Old Testament. <laughs> yeah. Remember when Jesus, Jesus 7 came back to save Jesus 3 before he went up on the cross? Yeah. <laughs> dude, when Doctor Strange cast all those portals and all the Jesuses came running out from all the different yeah. multiverses, dude. Oh, like yeah. chills, bro. And then he could pick up the hammer and then yeah. hit him, hit the. the yeah, he, the, he was the all banner. like. A Apostles, assemble. Dude, it was so fucking, so good. <laughs> <laughs> when Thanos snapped and killed half the Jesuses. Yeah. Yeah, or like <laughs> half the apostles. Jesuses, yeah. yeah. <laughs> St. Peter is like dissolving into dust in the arms of Judas. He's like, yeah. no, dissolving into This would be rocks. Tony Stark, right? He's the Who? guilty one. Judas would be Tony Stark. He's the guilty one. What is Tony Stark yeah. guilty of? Uh, I didn't it's like, see Endgame. The whole thing is like his arc. He like creates the robot and kind of sets everything into motion by making the Iron Man suit. He's like trying to redeem himself for making all those weapons yeah. that the U.S. sold to terrorists. Right? Yeah, Who's the Ant Man of the Bible? Who's the Paul Rudd? <laughs> yeah, who climbs into Thanos' butt? Yeah. Uh, ooh. 
Who's the guy who gets swallowed by the whale? Because that's the Jonah. Story Jonah. Yeah. Yes. Like Jonah. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You got go. swallowed is, by the butthole. Yeah. Is that is that in the Bible? Is Jonah or is that like a an Aesop fable or whatever? I don't know. I think it's in the Bible. I think it's in the Bible too. Yeah. You look that up. We'll continue with the episode. Um, <laughs> and the whale Bible. Here we go. Oh, There's perfect. a Veggie Tales about it. It's from the book of Jonah, one fifteen. Then the ocean miraculously became calm. God rescues Jonah from drowning by providing a huge fish to swallow Jonah. And Jonah was in the belly of the fish three days and three nights. I thought it was a prison. It's a taxi. No, yeah, you're thinking of uh, Pinocchio. I'm yeah. uh, never not thinking of Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't be covering things in the order you encounter them in game. Uh, I'm going to be moving things around a bit to just not like steal the sequence of the entire video game that you should go out and play, at least in my opinion. Sure. Um, at the center of every parallel world is a location called the Everfall. Uh, this connects all of them. It is an infinite tower with neither a top nor a bottom. And if one were to jump into the Everfall and not land on any other realm, universe, or dungeon... They would ever ca- fall. You loop back and start over. Uh, this is a very confusing sequence in the video game that has no direction whatsoever. You just jump in and fall forever, and it takes a little bit of time for you to realize, at least for me, to realize, like, oh, no, you need to, like, belly flop and yeah. <laughs> crash onto these different dungeon levels to find, like, the keys to unlock... Oh, that's cool. whatever the, a way to proceed it um we we've talked about the game before and i think we all recommend it in some capacity uh outward outward yeah, is yeah. a more vague indie version of dragon's dogma but there was a it's a gamer ass game there's a ton of figuring shit out as you go <laughs> and it's frankly the best part like Look, i gotta I, get off wow and finally play that with friend of the show bobby he's been begging us to go help him me, in that game and me too i keep like, finding some right new now. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he keeps asking i keep finding some other fucking stuff to do i know it's so bad um where was i here excuse me yes um the everfall right the everfall mm-hmm. and uh every universe uh within it or connected to it right i guess within is the complete wrong word um the everfall and every universe that is connected to it is over overseen according to the faith the local church by the maker the it's a monotheistic religion in this in this area sharing the same name from a game that came out four years prior to it with dragon age where the maker is also uh their monotheistic god they announced the new one uh they of course yeah we got our sixth round of jpegs woo that game's real and coming out like (laughs) i don't fucking fucking think so buddy uh so after rejecting a deal with the great dragon and killing it uh, the player character, whose specific role we'll get into later, uh, discovers that the Everfall underneath uh, is actually underneath the capital of Grantis, the city of Grand Soren. And after killing the dragon, the Everfall kind of opens up and consumes a massive chunk of the city, presumably killing thousands of people in the process. Yeah. yeah. I have two uh, questions about what you just said. Sure. One, is there a pope in the game? Uh. Yes, is I his name Pope mean... Grantis? No, no. <laughs> okay, Francis well that was the third. <laughs> that was two questions, but I have a third question. <laughs> uh, is the dragon voiced by Luigi? Uh, Google it. Okay, maybe. Oh, well. It's probably oh, because of Skyrim, Parthenax, Mario, Charles Martinet. I got you. Oh, of course. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> just check it. Just, deep just cut. check. Yeah. We're talking about, about games from a decade ago, I guess. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. And while we're here. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Right. Uh, you visit the Everfall fairly early in the game. There's like a side quest there. It's a very standard dungeon at this time. You don't really realize the significance of what's of like what it does, what it stands for, and what its function is until it swallows a chunk of the city and kills a bunch of people. And then you oh, no, its function quest. is to swallow a chunk of the city and kill a bunch of people. It's the one thing it does. So yeah, yeah. we can infer <laughs> that is its purpose. <laughs> oh, I see. I was holding the dang blu- blueprints upside down like this. <laughs> I thought it was going to spit out a bunch of city. <laughs> That's not how dynamite blueprints would work. <laughs> Wait, you put dynamite upside down, you get a bigger mountain? <laughs> oh. oh, no, Jamie. That was the fucking cat, man. I'm trying to jump onto the table, onto the... Onto there, but jumped on the edge of the table, so it tilted for a second. She's vibing. She's not, at least she's not barking like your goddamn dog. Well, I I like my dog better. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so within the Everfall, like I said, there are multiple side dungeons with multiple uh, with stronger versions of monsters you fought on the surface that cannot be fought anywhere else. So Ethan, you had mentioned fighting the Chimera a thousand times. There are like black furred chimeras within the Everfall that have new powers and new abilities and and like kind of dark, corrupted versions of every monster, every big monster, at least in the game. Uh, as far as I know, the, the only place you can encounter evil eyes, beholder TMs is within the Everfall. The, tower. The, I got the achievement for killing one the first time I went into the Everfall post game. So I did not encounter one out in the wild, whatever, okay. next to, you know, some corn farm somewhere. Sure. Um... um so the yes. Everfall, we don't know yet why there's dark monsters in it. They're from other universes. They're okay. just they're just they're they're part uh, of parallel universes. That and and they, it's just like exist. just the monsters monsters seep through. It's like a it's like a sieve that only lets monsters through. Or do you see other stuff when you go to those? Like when you go to those levels, do you see other stuff from other worlds, or is it just like nope, just another room with monsters? Yeah, it's not used to its uh, fullest extent. Uh, there it's, is, uh, there are two things. One of which we're going to get into now. That it's are... like the pools in in uh, in Narnia in, in Prince Caspian. Uh, you could go into like this hub world that has like a million puddles, and depending on what puddle you jump in, you go into a different world. One of them being like the the lion with Aslan and like the mm-hmm. Wicked Witch or the whatever. But you can jump in another pool and you'll be in a yeah, the lion other and his magical. little ruby slippers and shit, whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who is also um, Jesus in, in the multiverse. Um, yeah. yeah, there is. Um, the time when Aslan Seven saved Aslan Three from the Wicked Witch of the Winter. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Jamie loves Rod- Narnia and has mentioned to me on several road trips he would love to cover it as a multi-parter someday. So patrons, <laughs> everybody, crunch at him. Yeah, it, it's just a big one. It's hard to get to a good place to start, but uh, his address is in the show confident. notes, regardless. So yeah, thank you. Stigmata, more like stigma talons into your flesh, witchy. Hmm? <laughs> you can't crucify a cat their arms i don't think they go out wide enough <laughs> there's plenty of ways to crucify a cat <laughs> Aww. just the old in... saying he <laughs> <laughs> just put aslan into air jail you hold him up and he, he's like oh, can't do anything yeah, yeah. you crucify and them then... by the back of the neck and they just go like docile yeah. oh yeah <laughs> yeah what you just put a, just a like, one nail like right a above their head yeah. Just, yeah right through the Longinus yeah. after three days or whatever feels bad for the lion and just like hits it with a spear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if a lion's attacking you and you like with all your might pinch the back of his neck, 
Do you think you're going to get the the kitten response? No, no not no. a chance in hell. One. I, I might. No, definitely not. Yeah, Maybe no. a stronger man. Yeah. Might. <laughs> it, it, you would look like you were trying to rip up a carpet with your bare hands, right? Just like, uh, like all that like stretchy cat skin <laughs> on the back. If you got that close, you've taken a couple swipes already, I'm sure. But I, I wonder if what would happen if they had that same uh, that same reaction. Yeah. Uh, hey Siri, look up live leak videos of people trying to tame lions. <laughs> no, some guy could rip the pieces. So, um, one monster that is not fought anywhere else within the Everfall is a monster called the Ur Dragon. Um, Ur meaning first or original suggests that it, that the undead dragon within the Everfall was the first to have ever existed in any universe. I did not get to fight this thing because one problem I do have with Dragon's Dogma is that after you beat the game, quit to go do fucking something else, and then come back, load game, just puts you into New Game Plus without asking. So I restarted the game. Very cool UI UX, guys. <laughs> Very cool. Um, what, some this force? game's old though, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. It's from the Dark Ages, right? It's like it was a PS3 game. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I played it on didn't... Xbox 360. Yeah, exactly that era. Uh, some force, perhaps even death itself, who you can fight in the DLC, and I did fight. It's a, it's just like a, it's it's one of those fights you have to lose the first time. Like you cannot kill it in the first time you encounter it on Bitter Black Isle. Um, brought this thing back, and it uh, this may have caused massive issues with kind of the cyclical nature of things. The Everfall being a loop is a theme that we're going to go into. With pretty much everything, you'll notice a lot of things loop back in on themselves. Yep. Uh, reviving a dragon that had been previously slain, which is really the whole purpose the thing fucking exists in the first place. Maybe threw things off kilter. Like I said, I didn't get to fight it. Um... Gameplay-wise, the fight is supposed to be, like, passive co-op, where if all three of us were playing Dragon's Dogma at the same time fighting the Ur-Dragon, the server would, like, calculate all the damage each of us was doing, and it would go into a shared health bar that is stored somewhere. Cool. Everything I read says, like, the the Ur-Dragon has too much HP for a single person to kill, Hmm. And it's pretty cool. They did recycle this into Monster Hunter World with the siege quests, uh, which were Kulve Tarath and Safi Jiva for anybody out there who liked Monster Hunter World. These were in a four player co-op game, 16 player instances where you only saw four people at a time, but would all take down from a cumulative health pool. They've since removed this feature since the Monster Hunter servers are in maintenance mode. So you can just do it with four dudes and they whatever reduce the health by 75%, but yeah. it's a cool thing that they've done multiple times. Like I said, I didn't get to fight it. I don't know if it has a billion HP now in single player because the servers are fucking off. But Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's, yeah. a, it's a, one of those, like, really cool ideas for the first six months of the game, and then uh, as a responsible developer, I feel like you have to just be like, cool, yeah, now anybody, you can just play it on your own. <laughs> don't yeah, need to worry exactly. about active, <laughs> an active community for this game. Yeah. yeah. Um... Yeah, anyway, uh, okay, I said this already. Uh, dragons, excuse me, as you can imagine, are a central part of this world's mythos. Um, according to Capcom's official lore, uh, dragons do not appear uh, on any kind of fixed schedule. There is no dragon season where, like, the king's men can rally and prepare for its invasion, build up castles, board up the walls, whatever, um, hide all the golden princesses that they might want to steal, shit like yeah. that. Not like Hire Jenna's Queen have- to kill Sean Connery. 
<laughs> like real life where we have you know winter spring dragonia summer fall you know yeah 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 exactly <laughs> i'll tell you winter around here really does drag on you it does <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sometimes a dragon will uh dragons will recur like over the course of decades sometimes it's centuries um all people really have to go on the only kind of forecast you can get for dragon season um is that like other monsters become more numerous and aggressive when one is probably about to arrive the animals are always the first to know they exactly the low pressure system sets in the little the three little spoons on the rotating thing starts going around Mm -hmm. and then all the dogs and the goblins freak out and then that's when you know it's dragon season baby (laughs) your dog yeah your dog picks up and runs outside there's probably a dragon in your front yard Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) this is sounding a lot like skyrim by the way this is just kicking dragons down the time hole to for them to come back later and the world gets kind of crazy when the dragon's around uh, so Hod Tower, I think he did steal it, but there is this, no this came out t- after, after this, it did. This yeah. came out after Skyrim, though. Yeah, so they. Yeah, if but anything, it's a time this... loop, man. Oh shit! So that's right. Howard They're in the did. Everfall. Todd Howard found the Ever Everfall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen into my own future. I'm gonna hype up the most boring game ever made. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Senora. Quiet down. Oh, that was yeah, a, the cat just tried to climb. Is there the a broom. dragon outside, Jamie? Yeah. No, there's a broom there, and the cat tried to climb the broom onto the onto the, the piano piano and well, your shelf, really. Completely wiped out and woke up the dog. I'm telling well, you, that's this my cat, that's man. my store in piano. That's where I keep all my tackle and rods. Yeah, my grocery bag, my. Guys, I told you, I have to empty my kitchen because the exterminator's coming in the morning. My life, I'm very stressed. (laughs) (laughs) And this cat's not helping. Uh, So after Jamie's dog is done barking at the sky, a massive portal will open, and out of it pours various flying monsters, like uh, harpies and gargoyles. Then finally, the dragon comes through, kind of curled up as though it would be inside an eggshell, or like in the shape of a meteor. And shortly after kind of arriving within the atmosphere, it will awaken, take flight, and begin begin to wreak havoc on the land. I posted a screenshot I took earlier in-game of the dragon and my character. You guys can open up. I should be glowing green. That's the correct screenshot. He is a very, very cool-looking dragon. Very He's much used like the episodes to make us look at his character. I knew it. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, drip check for my uh, dra- for Joan of Arc, my dragon's dogma crusader lady that I made. <laughs> I could shield. Yeah, Thank you got you. like a, it's a, it's a Diablo two paladin kind of look with your horned helm yeah. and like big, huge kite shield. Yeah, yeah I, I I fucked around Amberton. with some of my Amber, uh, yeah. some of the the multi classes that they have in the game. There's nine classes, I believe, uh, and they all kind of overlap, like strength, dex, magic, and then there's like a strength, magic, strength, dex, all that sort of stuff. I played the Mystic Knight, which is did very you play mystic. mouse and keyboard? No. Okay, because it just says one light attack, two jump, four heavy attack, and then oh like, yeah, dude, uh, the is, challenge yeah, like, of playing he plays this game on, on his PC. cell phone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a TV. I have I have your mother's satellite remote that I'm playing this fucking game on. <laughs> um, yeah, so this game has native controller support. Very cool. And well, like an ex- console game originally. And an X input <laughs> wrapper. Uh, but it like predates 
the PS4 and the X-Bone, where you could just plug a fucking controller into your computer. So okay. this is like the Logitech buttons. So the first thing you do when you install Dragon's Dogma, when you're like, I'm going to play a third-person fantasy game with a controller like an adult, mm-hmm. is figure out what buttons 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, first 2, map, 14 dude. are. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first rune to discover. Um, on the PlayStation controller, it starts at square. Square is 1, X is 2, so it goes around from there. And counterclockwise then, starting on the left. Yeah. Starting at nine. Yeah. Okay. So four heavy attack is triangle. Um, and then the triggers are all pretty self-explanatory. But yeah, uh, one, two, a blank three, which is circle. And four was very confusing. But frankly, like the amount of games I play with a PS4 controller that don't have PS4 icons, I know we're just know where the buttons is. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, we're, you're a gamer. No one's trying no, to take that away from you, Peter. There's no A button. We're not but, attacking um, you here, but. <laughs> you're coming at me for my configurations <laughs> <laughs> so while dragons are entirely capable of ending the world and have certainly destroyed several countries and kingdoms they've never actually ended life as we know it um the fact that the dragons are clearly intelligent has led people to believe there is some kind of purpose to their attacks so to break with one of my traditions here i do have a quote from a character called the dragon forged who I'll talk about uh, later on. Uh, And he states, The beast is called Death Incarnate, the greatest of evils. You will learn when you come to face it that the truth is not so simple. It possesses deep insight to match its cold and steady drive to destruction. And an air of resignation, perhaps, lies beneath its imposing rage. Um, The dragon's kind of intelligence and the fact that it seems to be doing something has led thankfully to the formation of apocalyptic doomsday cults uh who welcome and worship the dragon just hoping that this time it ends the fucking world man this time it's (laughs) gonna do it and we don't need the flavor aid it's it's i i keep moving the goalposts but here it is this is the one (laughs) this is the dragon um the cult we face off with in game is called salvation I don't think it's a stretch to spoil the fact that they are completely fucking wrong. And there is a pretty humorous end to that whole thing. They also fuck with necromancy, which is no bueno. Um, Each dragon, over time, after it's gotten bored with eating livestock, stock, taking treasure, and kidnapping princesses, will eventually retreat to a good old-fashioned dragon lair, uh, high in the mountains in a massive cave or on a castle that it has taken over. Um... Yeah, so it's also the the other problem with Dragon Season is the fact that the uh, amount of time it is going to be destroying things is also unpredictable. Because despite the fact that there is a cycle that is being followed here, every dragon is in some capacity unique, despite the fact it always appears looking and kind of sounding the same. Um, The dragon, after getting bored and sitting around, will now simply wait for as long as it has to, maybe even forever but we're going to get into why and for whomst after the break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for sitting through the break. So the dragon is waiting for a warrior that it itself has created. And that warrior is the one that I mentioned earlier, uh, the Arisen. You. The gamer. Warrior. Gotcha. I thought you said yeah. war. I was like, what war did you say was created? No, war. It's like Toronto. There's a, there's a okay. bunch of different, there's a bunch of R, extra R's in there that I just kind of skipped over, right? Okay. So sorry. What's created the Arisen? The dragon? The dragon. Okay. Yeah. Why so can you do that? Or you mean the dragon, like in Toronto? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Toronto, yeah. Uh, dragon dogma. <laughs> uh, so upon arrival, after getting tax-free booze at the duty-free, the dragon, uh, named Grigori, apparently, in Dragon's Dogma, will, Ooh, choose, which, will choose a human it considers worthy, pluck out their heart, and consume it, linking them together and creating an arisen. Um, I went to the Wikipedia page for the name Grigori or Gregory to see as, like, is this a Bible thing? Is this like a reference to death or the apocalypse or revelations or whatever? The first paragraph on Wikipedia states the masculine first name Gregory or Gregory derived from the Latin name Gregorius, which came from the late Greek name Gregorios, meaning watchful or alert, is derived from Egidio, meaning to awaken or arouse. So it does awaken the Arisen's power and maybe arouse them in some capacity, depending on what they're into, right? Yeah, to have a, you know, be into scalies. Yeah, if, <laughs> if a kilometer-long dragon eating your heart is your thing, absolutely, Grigori is right. I can feel right? something arising in me. <laughs> uh, the, Arisen, the Arisen is special in that they can summon and command pawns, which are human-like mercenaries from outside time and space. Uh, when you start Dragon's Dogma, you create two characters, you and your primary companion, and then you get to summon two additional ones that back when this game had servers, you could download from other players. But now the game supplies you with a constant supply of pawns of various classes from the game with different equipment as you level up. The, the, your summon pawns do not level up at all. So you cannot keep the same three forever. Your guy levels up at the exact same rate as you, the one you created. The two that you hire need to be replaced constantly. Okay. Basically. Okay. And you need to spend a special currency called Rift Crystals to summon one that is above your level. I don't know what the fucking exchange rate is on that shit, because, no. again, there are no servers. So yeah. I was always right. kind of, I was like on par at all time, and someone at or below your level is free. You know how okay. we're talking about dragons? Did you guys see that post that Magnus made about Smaug from The Hobbit? And how much money he had. I would be like the 54th richest person in the United States. Or he, he, was, has, yeah. he has five, 51.4 billion, but he'd only be the 15th wealthiest person in the States. Yeah. So there's 14 people more rich than a gold hoarding dragon. My God. Mm -hmm. Nice. Capitalism, baby. 
Love the it. more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, fucking, uh, what's his name? Larry Fink would destroy Lake Town and then just be like, well, no, we're going to rebuild it. Then, which was the CEO of BlackRock. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> that parasitic real estate company. All right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a pawn, they look human. Again, they're not an, they're not a separate race of like fantasy creatures. They all look human and for all intents and purposes are, except they do not age, they cannot die, and they exist in a place called the Rift. It's not exactly the void. You can take a half drink, take a little sip through your teeth if you have to. Um, they straddle the line between time and space and can be summoned only by an arisen. Uh, there are pawns kind of wandering the countryside which you can hire uh but they have no master i mean they're kind of uh purposeless they go around if you're like if you get attacked near one they will fight back but they're not you know they have no real command they have no free will which is yeah. another another thing that happens is like a theme that comes up at the the end of the game is that you as the player have free will and you can break the cycle do you though you didn't have the free will to not start a new game yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Damn. Got him. Oh, the layers oh. go so deep. <laughs> but also like with a name like Pawn, yeah, of course. They're just yeah. literally used just uh, as your little fighters in the front meant to be disposed of. And not they're not supposed to have something like Free Willy who can jump over a whole rock bank ba- to get back. Well, that's an illegal ocean. move, right? Yeah. Like the whale piece is the one that goes in the arc. Right. instead of the yeah. L or diagonally, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Remember when Jonah got swallowed by free will and then got... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so for the pawns, uh, the, this is a really cool kind of like canonizing... It's, it, it's a single-player game with like passive co-op, right? Um, when the servers were live, you would take your pawn throughout the world on quest with you. You can't dismiss it. Um, and it will learn parts of quests, and every time you rest at a uh, inn, its memory data was uploaded to the server, and if anyone ever downloaded the, your pawn, it would give them hints oh, uh, to cool. what to do next in how the to, quest. How to complete the quest. Learning so pawn, it, wow. Yeah, which, is a, it, which was a really cool thing, right? And... It was like a very interesting like system, which sadly is completely lost now. Like you need to play an offline mode because now if you play an online mode, which I learned the hard way, you have to sit there for like eight minutes while the game tries to contact the servers that no longer exist. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, and then it's just like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, we couldn't contact it. Check your Internet connection. I'm like, I'm just going to set this to fucking offline. Mode, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with my connection. Unless my voice sounds all fucked up right now. Then yeah. Maybe. Unless your um, graphics card kicks in. Uh, <laughs> that was a different problem. Somebody else. <laughs> I, can't rem- I can't remember who. <laughs> uh, yeah, me neither. I just, that's the old me, I'd say. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> old pre, pre-health pre card, Jamie. Yeah, exactly. I'm a new man. <laughs> I'm person. on a new PC. Mm-hmm. My The laptop that has the problems, my, lap, uh, my cat throws on the ground regularly, teaches yeah. it uh, how to behave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the the pawns cannot actually die in the physical realm. They just get transported back to the rift if they get taken down. But they will return with their memories intact. And I, I was thinking about this as like, damn, you think like dying a thousand deaths in various ways would maybe give them psychological damage to the point where they couldn't like 
get a gun in somewhere with like a red flag law. But turns <laughs> uh, out, don't worry, guys, the pawns, it's completely like you can spit on them. It's morally correct sort of thing. <laughs> like they, have, they, they have like no fucking right. It's a very weird thing, but it's like, yeah, don't worry about it. It's just like, yeah, I mean, that's that's very much much like peeling back the the layers of the onion too far right where it's they they yeah, created this pawn system to let you have summons in the game that's fine and they're like cool yeah. let's go a step further and have them be like oh they can learn the quest that you well, like let's go canonize on. the multiplayer too right? yeah exactly and then like that's all good and fun and then then they you just kind of leave it at a certain point right you have to you can't just yeah, keep yeah. going forever and then it's like well what happens when they just die all the time uh, <laughs> don't worry about it yeah, they they're forget fine. every Nothing. time they're resurrected. There's like yeah. this point where they're in their own Everfall, just as screaming in horror. But yeah, yeah they, exactly. They forget like, when they were resurrected. If I don't resurrect them for like a half hour, is that a thousand years in his mind? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is it? What is going on? But no, they're very much like the G Man from Half Life. Outside of time and space, I don't think they know. Yeah, I choose. You know it's the same thing. It's like, do lobsters feel pain? It's like they thrash around a lot when you put them in the pot, but I can't ask them, so I guess not. Right? <laughs> you know, speaking of spitting on your enemies, they took that out a while. You can't spit on people anymore. It just says spits on the ground. You're not allowed to oh, target. Yeah, yeah because yeah, it works. Liberals. Or, yeah, I was gonna or say. Playing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so dumb. <laughs> so the arisen are not singular entities within their universe. Uh, throughout Doggins Dog, Dog Drogma, whatever, you know sure. what I'm talking about. Uh, I met two uh, within the same world, uh, Duke Grancis, Duke of Grancis, Edmund Dragonsbane, and the ancient monk named the Dragonforged, who I had mentioned earlier. Okay. Yeah. And we've seen um, these, this picture because your pictures are out of so. Are they? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the guy in the blue is the Duke of Grancis, I'm guessing, and the guy in the white robes is the, the monk, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and that was third before your screenshot of you and the the dragon. Just I was I wasn't gonna call it out, but yeah. <laughs> you got it at this point. My brain is just smooth as a fucking bowling ball when it comes to certain things. I just can't post photos in the correct order. I don't understand it. It's, Even took I'm, his own screenshots. Yeah, I think it's it's probably honestly the speed that you upload at. Like I'm gonna guess. Oh, they're different sizes. Yeah. I'm gonna guess it's different t- sizes. So you posted this one after, but it's a smaller size because it's not just a screenshot of your your game file. So, of course, yeah. yeah. I anyway. mean, that's I I could just be a fucking idiot. I wanted to call you out because you even said at the beginning when you started telling us to. Better I wouldn't have called be. it out if you didn't say at the beginning. I'm like, trying. Well, I definitely got him right this time. So. Yeah, I'm trying. Okay, <laughs> I did not account for my internet. Um, I I'm assuming I'm just a dumb bastard, but yeah, upload speed, whatever that. Means. <laughs> <laughs> sure, dude. <laughs> um, the Dragonforged is the last known living man who can still read the Draconic language. Uh, he helps you along in your quest. Um, and the Arisen does not appear. Uh, the Arisen, excuse me, not you, the player. This is the kind of the royal the Arisen, comma Arisen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the Arisen do not appear to age at all after the moment the dragon steals their heart. But in like Dorian Gray fashion, uh, when the current dragon in the realm is killed, you have to take on the age debt all at once. Basically. Oh, fun. Yeah, oh. So the, the dragon forged being possibly thousands of years old, just fucking turns to dust and blows away. Um, and the Duke of Grancis uh, immediately turns into a very old man. I read things saying that he basically goes from like handsome Chad mid 40s from when he slayed the dragon to like a 90 year old man. Um, at the end of the game, when you go to see him and be like, 
I did the hero's journey and defeated the dragon. He is like a psychotic old man who tries to kill you. And it's just a very sad, weird quest where you can't really kill him because you can't just beat an old man to death. And then he and tries to have you arrested. And that leads into the the post game, which is it's it's such an interesting way to tell a very normal fantasy story in a very normal setting is for like, oh, did you think beating the final boss was the end of the game? Sorry, idiot. Here's all the crazy fantasy shit that we imagined and like just like jammed here at the end. Yeah. And Me then, personally, I think it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of flipping the apple cart sort of thing here. Um, right. Uh, so now that we're getting into major spoiler territory, um, I want to go over the multiple endings of the game that I got and kind of, I don't know, speculate on my experience based on like the lore that I read and also what it what occurs in the endings that I got here. Just because, like, they are all technically canon, despite the fact every single one of them except one will show you a cutscene and just be like, wasn't that cool? It was the wrong one. And then you just have to hit load game and it takes you back to a checkpoint. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I think it's neat that they have, like, a cutscene for all these fail states. Like, it's yeah. very, it's a very neat thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Nier Automata did it later. Similar, yeah. Yeah, where, yeah. In the yeah, first five I, seconds of that game, if you uninstall your health bar, it just kills you, and then it's just like, yep, that's one ending. It's uh, the the story goes that Tubi fucking killed herself right away. Like that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Jamie? Sorry. No, I was gonna dunk on you. It, it kind of passed. I can still do it if you want. I, I, Bobby didn't get all the fail states. He just got the one ending right away. <laughs> yeah. I was trying shit. <laughs> I want to see what would happen. fucking bobby so much better bimio bane than i am (laughs) (laughs) so the first and easiest ending to get is when the dragon offers you a faustian bargain kind of giving him his you know his 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 rank is both like destroyer and trickster he's like he's the the christian devil in this instance where he's arrived he's he's fallen from the sky he's basically a fallen angel it's chris angel's fucking nemesis Christian Devil. Christian Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Would he do better magic or worse magic? Um, different magic. I'd Just say. like a three-card Monty kind of wizard. Yeah, I don't know. What is what did Chris Angel do? Like he did stunts, didn't he? Yeah, like a car drive over him. He was the mind freak. Yeah. yeah, he had a car drive over him. You do, yeah. He was kind of like David La- Blaine like lane that you would actually just train for things and then do Life crazy in stuff the blaine lane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> life in the fast blaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah well anyways christian devil what about him uh yes excuse me uh he offers you a faustian bargain uh before fighting him he will ask you to sacrifice your beloved and in return he will use his immense power to either magically or politically through lobbying install you as the immortal duke of grancis this kind of explains just like hey wait a second the duke is this guy this king is his reign not legitimate is, Did is he this get a mortal this? king? Did he Wait. get it through ill-gotten means? Yeah, Dragon, exactly. Dragon's dogma, Duke of Grancis, dog. <sighs> what is going on here? Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I doubt the Japanese people that wrote this thought of that. But that's <laughs> yeah. good. <laughs> Duke of Grancis, Mark, Mark Arisen. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so this is pretty funny. He will offer to sacrifice. You can sacrifice your beloved to him. In exchange, he'll make you Duke. 
I did not do the romance side quest because I don't particularly like romance side quests in games anymore. I find them very weird for some reason. Also single in real life. Yeah. Also that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wait. I, I don't want to waste all my empathy. Otherwise, yeah. I'll, get, I'll get weird. <laughs> Fucking got him. Uh, I am too. I mean, but, yeah. Fair enough, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, at time of recording. Um, yeah, so when the dragon was just like, ah, I will sacrifice, you may sacrifice your beloved, and I will give you the power over Grancis, uh, for my character, it was just some guy. No fucking idea who, the, who that NPC was. They don't interact with each other. Your character doesn't speak. You're, you're the, the player character has, like, animated expressions and cutscenes, but you don't actually choose voice. Like voice, yeah. Right? Yeah, it's all text. So they, like, look at each other. And after like testing that out and you get the cutscene where you become Duke um, and then it goes to like, OK, reload checkpoint, dude, you got greedy. Yeah, it just you like goes. Up, you gave up Marv. Really? Come on, <laughs> yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Don't you love Marv? It was like it's some guy in a tabard. <laughs> um, you don't actually interact when you choose to fight the dragon. He like thrashes around and starts knocking down all the ruins around you and then like ruins block you off. And then. Some guy looked at my character and was like, like the, the, like furls his brow and nods at me. And then my character does the same back to him. And it was like, so fucking funny to me that complete strangers are just like, yeah, I got you. I'll see you at home. Like who the fuck is, it's like straight up at the 11th hour, Poochie just like shows up and he's just like, I'm a radical dude. You're like, I got to save Poochie from the fucking dragon. <laughs> Basically, from he's the, the cart, the dog from the Simpsons. Oh. Homer, Homer voices a dog in the yeah, sorry. cartoon within a cartoon, itchy and scratchy. Yeah. Oh, okay. And when they kill him off, it's just like, and then Poochie left for his home world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. They don't even animate him floating up into the air. You can like see the perforated edge of like the cell sheet, like yeah. go up in three <laughs> frames. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, my boyfriend Poochie, I, you, I did have to save him and then fight and kill the dragon. My guess is that it was like the quest giver that I did the most quests for. There is a side quest where you can uh, romance and like have a like a love affair with the Dukes, even though he is, you know, 90 years old and still looks young. The Duke's wife in game is concerningly young, very accurate to the time period. Yeah. <laughs> and and she's into you, the Arisen. And there is a, whatever. There's a quest line you can follow for that one. I did it when I was younger, when I played it on PS3. Not this time. Younger and lustier. Yeah, exactly. And singular. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a pretty normal thing. But yeah, I, I didn't do it this time. Presumably she would be the person there. Uh, if, you know, if I had done, if I had done the, had, the, the creep quest. Tale, yeah. yeah, exactly. If I'd done the creep quest of just like, if I had groomed her with, uh, uh, with uh, good intentions, opposed yeah, exactly. to just like unifying two countries or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um right where am i uh so after his defeat there's a very cool boss fight with the dragon he has multiple health bars that coincide with multiple stages of the fight they kind of change you get to ride him there's different arenas that you fight him in it, it's a very good very cinematic with good combat like a good balance of interactive and passive gameplay that i really really enjoyed after his defeat, the dragon returns your heart, stating that your life is now yours and that you have won a future for this world, but that future is not known. Basically, like, gifting you free will. 
at this point. You are no longer bound to the dragon. You are no longer bound to the video game. Because after this instant, a lot more endings to the game open up, basically. Um, him too, the dragon, uh, just like the dragon forged, the millennia year old arisen from earlier, mm-hmm. after the dragon dies, in quotes, he also like turns gray. He's very standard, a very cool looking, very standardly designed red dragon. He turns gray and kind of just blows away in the wind, leaving behind no bones, nothing. Just like, okay, yeah, ashes to ashes sort of thing. Mm-hmm. No elephant my- skull to be confused for a cyclops. <laughs> Uh, no, no, exactly. I wish he had left behind just like some other clumsy Victorian paleontology bullshit that like, (laughs) what if his skull just like had two eye slots and like the markings of what would look like a trunk. And then they're like, Oh, Oh, that's an elephant skull. The reverse. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a dragon skull. Look at the size of that elephant. (laughs) And that's how Dumbo and the wings thing all started. And anyways, yeah. Oh, uh, Dumbo was bad. Victorian paleo art is what the is what Charles yeah. Marsh thought a dragon looked like. Yeah, dragon <laughs> dragons Dumbo two coming out soon. <laughs> oh, I forgot to open my artwork uh, artwork notepad here. I'm writing that down. Um, right. The final gift he gives you before uh, disintegrating is a dagger called the God's Bane. Um, gonna bury the lead here. Equipping the dagger early allows you to kill yourself with it. Once again, giving a short cutscene of your character just fucking killing themselves and the game being like, cool, you broke the cycle. Load checkpoint, because you're not done. <laughs> like, you're not canonically supposed to die at this point. Um, if you manage to quest through the Everfall, so the Everfall opens up after killing the dragon, um, you will eventually find yourself in the Seneschal's Chamber. Uh, I had to look up the term. A seneschal is a important medieval figure, kind of like a governor, like an advisor, or, right? Yeah, yeah. They're in charge of like a a, a part of land. They're not like a hereditary monarch. Like I king. know how that's spelled because I've killed enemies that are seneschals, probably in WoW somewhere. Steward or major domo of a medieval great house. Major domo executus. Remember him? That's that's another guy. See another guy. He's a he is a naga, yep. But he gets all mixed up with the molten core business. Major Domo is not his name; it's his title. Oh, yeah, Executus. Is I know there's a, a a furniture store in Quebec called Idomo, and they okay. had a guy with a funny voice who was riding an elephant in their commercials. And okay. every time I hear Major Domo, I just you mean a, cy- a cyclops? Yeah, you sure it wasn't yeah. a cyclops? I think it might have been a cyclops. Look, I, I, I I'm not a paleontologist. Uh, I don't know what the fuck it was. I <laughs> don't know. Singular I Domo. I Domo. Not two not eyes. eyes. Not eyes Domo. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <that's> true. <laughs> <laughs> Reconstructed poorly. <laughs> yep. So here in the Seneschal's chamber among the fog and clouds, you encounter the Arisen that you played as in the prologue and tutorial fighting the Chimera, Ethan, oh, named cool. Savan. So he is uh, one of the first guys to have killed a dragon at some point. I, you don't kill the dragon in the tutorial, but Savan is back and he is present. You guys can open up a picture that is in some random fucking order, obviously. <laughs> He's the brunette guy with a cape on. Whatever's yeah, left, yeah. basically. <laughs> yeah. Like a nice Templar cross on his chest. Exactly. Very okay. standard medieval looking knight guy. Um, he, prior to your battle with him, he is willing to tell you anything you want to know, and he will explain exactly what the role of the seneschal is so i have another quote for you guys here it's a major domo 
Duh, yeah, exactly. He's a major drama. <laughs> the dude a medieval great house. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You know this shit. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I uh, astride the Cyclops. I sell cheap furniture to the Quebecois. And you're like, <laughs> oh, that is a major demo. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Seneschal is the steward to the world. The world you traveled now rests in your care. Just as the Arisen calls pawns into being and sets them into motion, the Seneschal holds dominion over all living things. There are those who would call such a being maker or God. I cannot deny the claim any more than I affirm it. In the end, they are but words. Call it what you will, such as the office I have served, uh, just as those before me and you beyond unto eternity. So you actually get to meet God, the, the singular figure that the church, the faith has been worshiping, is real and is an arisen who has defeated the dragon in the past but wait we have a dagger that's called god's bane ah i'm 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 down with any game that lets you kill god at the end you know yeah yeah assassin's creed 2 perfect game you fight the pope kind of the same thing at least Mm -hmm. similar right that's pretty good and -hmm. the more that i was thinking about the major domo thing domo is probably domicile and major is probably like the rank within the home it's probably an old italian right yeah you're probably on the right track there yeah Um, the final fight in the game is against the Seneschal and can lead, and can lead to one more non-canon reload your checkpoint ending. Um, you guys can open up, I guess, the final photo, which should just be like a robed man that <laughs> made entirely out of light. It's a glowing boy. Exactly. If you get killed by the Seneschal, which in my case was in a single hit, um, <laughs> it shows your arisen falling through the clouds becoming wreathed in light and emerging on the other side of the portal as a new dragon. Every single dragon, at least since the Ur-Dragon, I'm not sure where that one came from, Loreboy's canon, has been an Arisen who has failed to kill God. If God kills you, you go back to Earth as the dragon, you choose the guy who's going to kill you, and then if he can't kill God... He goes back as another dragon. Wow. So the what entire universe is a cycle. Yeah, and the cutscene of transforming into a dragon, again, is a lot of budget just put into, please reload your checkpoint and kill God. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the wrong ending. That's yeah. cool. I'm going to play this game, I think. Sounds cool. It's great. Really, yeah. really. Like, I loved it. Like, I wouldn't cover it if I didn't like it, right? Like, there's a reason you don't, you don't get fucking Halo anymore, right? Pete's not, <laughs> Pete's not into it. Um, unless, of course, you manage to defeat the Seneschal, then you can finally use the God's Bane Blade. You stab yourself in your heart, and you've retrieved from the dragon, you have killed God, and the God's Bane Blade severs the connection that the Arisen has to the cycle of the universe, and gives your pawn, your main pawn at least, a little bit of free will, kind of freeing it from its weird outside of time. Gives them all the memories of all the time. Yeah, it starts yeah, screaming. Exactly. They'll come <laughs> roaring back and turn him into a psychopath. Turns into dust, yeah. Yeah, oh, he just like moves to a cabin in the woods and starts like sending letter bombs to universities. It's just like, oh, <laughs> a thousand deaths really did drive him fucking crazy. Mm. <laughs> um, and anyway, there is still a post game. Defeating God and then using the God's Bane Blade does allow you to live, at least until you hit load game again and go into new game plus and start the cycle anew. But it also kind of, again, like they canonized the multiplayer with the pawn system and the rift. The new game plus, um, when this is a thing that friend of the show Bobby had told me, new game plus does not scale to your level. I started that game at level 55 
in a level one zone. You are very much starting to cycle <laughs> anew. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sure I could get through the fucking base game in 10 hours. Or you killed I'm God, I guess. That's kind of cool. Way too over level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, I, I think originally this may have been, you know, maybe they didn't plan on releasing Dragon's Dogma 2 12 fucking years ago because they were like, well, no, you use the magic sword to kill God and then yourself, and that ends the cycle, so don't worry about it. I don't know what the explanation for a dragon being present in Dragon's Dogma 2 is going to be. The multiverse is kind of a crutch for writing. Yeah, or capacity. What if there it wasn't uh, one god? Then what if there was another god? And now we have to go kill that we, god. We still know the Ur Dragons deal either, right? Ur Dragon. I mean, I don't just because I didn't beat it and didn't want to, you know, <laughs> I guess talk about a thing I didn't have any experience with. Uh, the wiki page was also very short, so there was no speculation I could put on top of it without actually seeing any cutscenes or killing the thing myself. Because if it has a billion HP. I'd still be playing the game, and, you know, I put it down three weeks ago. Yeah. Because my, oh. my primary weapon does 900 damage, so it'll <laughs> take me a while. Take a um, while. But yeah, that was Dragon's Dogma. Uh, I loved the game. I'm looking very forward to the second one. I hope this has set you up for it if you don't have the time or the money to play through the first one right now. Uh, it's great. It was a lot of fun. Great style, great combat, great all-around, good game. Uh, I have been your host, Peter O'Donoghue, you can find me at Lobar's Podcast on Instagram or follow the link to Discord down below. I'm not around much, but if you tag me, I will reply and say hello and we can chat a little bit. Come say hi. Fellas. Yeah, Jimbo. Uh, Jim Bob John Miller here. Uh, you can find me in the Discord. Um, thank you so much for, we got a couple boosts this week from some new folk uh, like Sadric. Um, and someone I can't find by scrolling up quick enough at the moment. But thank you so much for those. Um, if you want to keep in touch with us, that's the best place to do it. I'm R- chatting. Rondo. We got Rondo here. Nice. And College of Vanity. Thank all you all for helping us keep our our uh, status. Now we have a nice like five or six uh, boost the lead on, on losing our Earls. So it's very nice. We're a little bit comfortable now. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks to you. Yep. You make, all things comfortable. Uh, so yeah, just coming out there. It's, I'm constantly chatting about WoW and community gaming. Some people in the server are in my guild and like actively playing with me and stuff. I think they're going to join some raids and stuff coming up soon, like uh, Magnus and um, Bryce and stuff like that. So um, yeah, if you want to hang out directly with us or get contact to us and be part of the community, Discord.gg slash L O R E B O Y S, Lore Boys. Uh, you know where to find it. Yeah, and uh, patrons, uh, if you want to become a patron, patreon.com slash theloreboys. Patrons get access to a few uh, extra channels called the Prime Channels. Prime folks, kind of a chat room. There's Patron AMA, where Magnus asked us while we were recording, which of the four chaos gods would you follow if you had to pick one? To find out our answer, check out our Patreon. Um, That's patreon.com slash theloreboys. I just checked uh, Ed Gein's belt is asking for hot dog facts. So uh, Larry hot dogs invented hot dogs in 1936 when he dropped his prize winning bag of pig assholes into his dick shaper machine. Uh, there's yours for this week. And I didn't read that. <laughs> that is unfortunately memorized at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is tattooed on Jamie's, Jamie's collarbone backwards <laughs> yeah. so he could read it in the mirror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and of course, for the people who don't trust Lord Boys Prime, we are uh, always offer or the people who don't trust Lord Boys Prime, there's still Lord Boys Prime, I guess. 
learn learn to love it learn to trust it we're not shady i promise um yeah if you want to help support the show uh via lord boys prime you can just uh probably get your pre-orders in now for our upcoming video game uh lore town uh it's gonna be a fantasy open world sandbox with crafting and survival elements and also a a sci-fi multiverse campaign part of it as well we're working with todd howard on it so it should be up pretty (laughs) soon honestly uh he's pretty excited about the whole thing and about all the marketing that we can do around so um you know we got some some of your favorite monsters from from popular ips we've got uh flying flying lizards what breathe stuff uh, out their mouths that's what we call them yeah uh we've got um ectoplasms every time you kill them they split into two yeah yeah oh yeah 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 Yeah. we got uh big elephant man yeah, we got Big Elephant Man. He's good. He's only got yeah. one eye. Pretty cool, yeah. Big Elephant Man. Yeah. Oh, Horse Body Lady. Great. Horse Body Lady. Yeah. We have uh, little body. people, not not dwarves, not not yeah. midgets, not don't call them that. Call them Madam Fishtail. Uh, she oh, sings yep. songs at sea, lures pirates, who we call sea robbers in this one. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Not not pirates, sea robbers. Yeah. We call them uh, Seas of Thieves. I hope that's not taken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we have the people who um, follow the the king, and they fight for the king in suits of armor. We call them Days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have Bat Landlord. He lives in a castle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he drinks blood. He steals blood from poor people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that would cost you a lore boys. Lore boys. Lore boys. Out. Out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.